Welcome inside the vault. This is a collection of previously unreleased lessons from eight-figure entrepreneurial mastermind, R. John Robbins. And in case you didn't see the warning label, this content can be explicit and it is for serious entrepreneurs only. Today, we're kicking off a three-part series on sales taken from the Lawyer's MBA webinar series that R. John did in collaboration with Daniel's head insurance agency. In part one, Arjan explains how a simple mindset shift can make all the difference in your sales. Let's go to the vault. Working with Arjan is like having a shortcut to future you. Every time I can have an opportunity to spend time with Arjun, I try to take it and be a sponge. I thought everyone was crazy. You know, they were running to the front of the stage to see this person. Arjun's wearing his crazy shirt. You know, he drinks tiger blood in the morning just for fun, and he's like breathing down my throat. Sometimes it's terrifying to work with him. It's like he's looking into your soul, but it's, it's growth the whole way. Welcome everyone, excited for yet another um, addition to this webinar series. This month, we're going to be talking about sales, the sales process, structuring sales in a law firm, uh, different and variety of ways that you can uh, have non-attorney salespeople sell for you. And what does that look like in commission structure and salary and a variety of ways that you can grow your law practice without the icky sort of traditional used car men sleazy sales vibes that so many people tend to think or believe uh, and using it in a more positive light and uplifting light that frames it in a way that helps you grow the practice without you having to do all of the lever cranking and being on the phone or being in all of the meetings. So a lot to cover in this session today and excited to Jump into it. We have Arjun back again. We're doing this, uh, the two of us, for you know the next. Uh, you know, we committed to a full year for it, so we'll be uh, at this for quite a while longer. Excited that you're all with us. Um, if you don't know, this is the first one that you're turning into. Arjun Robbins is the founder of How to Manage a Small Law Firm. They are the CEO, COO, CMO for over 600 law firms across the U.S. And um, if you don't know much about Daniel's Head, Daniel's Head writes more than uh, 8,700 law firms insurance across the U.S. as well. So together, there's a variety of different viewpoints and angles uh, with which the perspective will be unique and different uh, from an operational standpoint, from a risk mitigation standpoint, and really just taking things to the next level across the board with things that actually work. So with that said, Arjun, excited to do it again, buddy. Ready for uh, another month and uh, let's rock and roll. Let's rock and roll. I'm backstage at the Ritz-Carlton in Coconut Grove. We're running an event, and um, the room that I was supposed to use wasn't available at the last minute, so we're making it work. All good. This is what happens. you know. We, the glamorous uh, life, right? Yeah. Backstage. We make do. With- <laughs> I love it. <laughs> we make do with what we got when we got it. So That's right. Um, That's an important mindset to have when it comes to sales. Well, it it is, and I think that so many people end up, and you can use it as a you know, a frame to get into the sales conversation. That so many people can easily get derailed when something small does not go their way, and that becomes like the 
the sand in their shoe that becomes a pebble in their shoe becomes a rock in their shoe, whatever it is, it just sort of ends up being a bigger and bigger problem that is not really that big of a deal. Um, so <laughs> the, uh, I think that it's a, it's a good sort of reference to, as we, as we jump into the conversation. So that said, is there anything that you want to sort of lead with on the topic of sales at a high level? And yes. maybe that's just the idea of sle- uh, you know, sales is not sleazy and starting there. So sales is a service. You got to really, truly wrap your head around and come at it from the place of sales as a service. I really, truly, sincerely believe that sales is, is a service. And it's one of the most thoughtful, caring, considerate, loving acts you can do in a professional setting is to help a person uh, think through and get clarity as to where they are now in their situation, think through and get clarity about how their current situation might be affecting their life in ways they might not have considered or thought about or ever really looked at, think through and anticipate, think through and consider where they want to be in their life. You know, where are you now and where do you want to be in your life? And, you know, if you don't do anything different about the situation you're in, where are you likely to wind up if if you don't make any changes, right? I, I've had probably thousands at this point of sales calls myself and between the people I've helped, you know, we're talking in the tens of thousands. And it is really surprising and disappointing as when you when you discover how few human beings have ever had the experience of another person caring enough about them to really sit down and say, let me help you think through your current situation. Let me help you find clarity. Let me help you understand where you're at. Let me help you think through how that's really truly affecting you so you can make an empowered, informed decision about whether or not and how motivated you might be to change and make things different. And and, and not only that, but let me help you think through courageously where you want to be in the future. You know, let me help you imagine. Let me help you dream. Let me help you plan. Let me help you anticipate. Let me help you think about how you might want your life to be in the future. Uh, and, 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 and what needs to change to go from where you are now to where you want to be. And, and, and the really courageous act, the most courageous act of all is helping a person think through what is likely to happen if they don't make any changes, right? Cause it's easy to have the conversation, but oh, I'm going to be rich and famous and happy and thin and tall and good looking, right? All that stuff's easy. That's fun. Rah, rah, rah. The hard part is really helping a person think through if you don't make changes to the way you're living now, where do you think you're realistically going to wind up in the future, right? And 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 if you're if if where you are right now is you're happy and you're content and you're satisfied and everything is great, well then terrific. That's wonderful. You don't want to be in a different place in the future. But if where you are right now is dissatisfying. If it's scary, if it's uncomfortable, if it's if it's causing you stress, if it if it doesn't if it, if if you don't like where you are right now, and if you don't make any changes, you're likely to wind up in a worse place. Well, then the thoughtful, the caring, the considerate—I mean, I just think it's a humane thing to do—to help a person make a decision 
to change the trajectory to wind up in a better place. That is the essence of sales. That's what sales is actually all about. It's helping a person think through where they are now versus where they want to be versus where they don't want to be and helping them really see the truth of their situation. You're not doing anything to them. You're, you're doing this for them. You're turning the light on for them so they can see the truth of their situation and then helping them weigh their, weigh their options and weigh their choices. So with, with that said, um, I think that a lot of attorneys, I, I think that's a good frame to usually, you know, start the mental shift away from sales being sleazy, that it is an act of service. But if we take that to the, you know, solo attorney or small law firm attorney, maybe there's a couple of individuals in the practice. Um, if I, I get it, I understand that I need to serve people. I understand that this is the mechanism with which my law firm can grow, but also the, yeah, all good, but also with the mechanism that would allow my, um, but the practice to, you know, serve people and grow and sales is that mechanism. So with, with that in, in mind, even if someone says, okay, I got to do this, but I don't like to do this. What are some of the more efficient sales structures that you have seen other people use or recommend um, in a small offer? And maybe that is the solo attorney just having a, a pre-call that's vetted beforehand so that they get some, on a call that's warmed up more. Maybe it's having a non-attorney salesperson. Anything that right. tends to uh, set certain people up for more success if they this is not something that they love? Well, first off, who doesn't love helping other people, right? The, the reason that most people became lawyers, the reason that most people have their own law firm is because you genuinely like helping other people find clarity in their life and, and, and make a better life for themselves. And, and, and I, I, I hate to sound like a, like a broken record on this point, but before we get into any of the techniques, it, got, it, it really, it's so liberating to just shift your mindset and really learn to think of sales as something you're doing for another person. When you come at that, when you come at it from that perspective, then all the techniques that I can share with you and all the techniques that I can give you and all the tips and the tools and the resources and all that stuff will, will the, the, it, the, it, it'll help you 10 times more. But if you keep hanging on to this idea that sales is something you're doing to another person, then, you know, if you feel like you're doing something to another person, Dre, and I give you a tool that helps you do something to more people, Every time you touch that tool, it's going to feel bad. You're not going to want to do it. But when you when you really truly understand that sales is something you do for a person, and I give you a tool that helps you do something for other people, then every time you touch that tool, it makes you feel good. And sales really truly should be very gratifying when you're coming at it from this point of view. Let's let's talk about Daniel's head for a second, okay? The basic sales conversation between a Daniel's head uh, insurance agent and the owner of a law firm is, where are you now? Where I am now is I'm at risk. My, my, my family is at risk. 
everything I've worked for is at risk. My reputation is at risk. My business is at risk. I'm currently at risk. Okay, and how does that risk affect you financially? How does that risk affect you personally? How does that risk affect you professionally? Probably there's no one else in the owner of the law firm's entire life who has taken the time, who cares enough, who is educated enough, who has enough experience to help them think through how that risk of being sued for uh, malpractice action, warranted or otherwise, how that might really make them feel, right? Well, it makes me feel vulnerable. It makes me feel scared. It makes me feel nervous. It makes me feel anxious. It makes me feel like I'm not being a responsible parent for my children. It makes me feel like I'm not being a responsible employer for my staff. It makes me feel uh, hesitant to, to really fully throw myself into my work. Okay. And how does that make you feel? And you, you kind of dig into how, the, how it really affects you to be in a situation where you don't have uh, any insurance or you don't have the right kind of insurance. You don't have enough insurance, right? It's a bad feeling, right? And then, okay, um, where would you like to be in the future? If you woke up in the future, how would you like to feel? Well, I'd like to feel more confident. I'd like to feel more secure. I'd like to feel more, 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 more sure of myself. I'd like to have the confidence to know that if something were to happen in my business and I were to be sued for a malpractice action, warranted or otherwise, I'd like to have the confidence to know that my family's future would not be at jeopardy. I'd like to have the confidence to know that I won't have to fire my whole staff. I'd like to know that it won't be totally devastating to my business. I'd like to know that my reputation won't be flushed down the toilet. Uh, I'd like to know that I'll have uh, a malpractice insurance agency that has the experience dealing with these kinds of things that will hire a defense counsel for me so that I can have someone on my side protecting me who knows what they're doing. I'd like to be in this better place. Okay. And if you don't make any changes to where you are right now, which is scared, vulnerable, insecure, don't feel responsible, don't feel like you're practicing what you preach, don't feel like you're in complete integrity with the advice you give your clients every day, probably. If you don't make any changes, where do you think you're likely to wind up in the future a year from now, two years from now, three years from now? And let's assume you never get sued for malpractice ever in your entire life. How do you want to feel? Well, what I don't want to do is I don't want to wake up a year from now. I don't want to wake up two years from now. I don't want to wake up three years from now still feeling nervous. I don't want to still be making decisions, playing a defensive game, right? This is the conversation. There's no manipulation. There's no trickery. There's no force. There's no. There's nothing sleazy about this conversation. It's just helping a person think through where they are now, where they want to be, and where they don't want to be. It's a really caring, thoughtful, consultative kind of conversation. I'm just using my practice insurance as an example, but you can apply this to, to any conversation that a professional has with a prospective new client to help them think through where they are now, where they want to be, where they don't want to be, and why this matters to you. I don't know if I answered your question or if I went sideways. I apologize. I had to do it. It was, uh, it was a good it was a good sort of detour, I think, to give it more structure around the framework of the just the mindset around sales as a whole. I mean, you're exactly right. The consultative process inside of Daniel's head is very much that. 
you have a 700% increase in malpractice claims over $1 million, according to the ABA over the last 10 years. Um, things are going in the wrong direction when it comes to that. And what would you put at you know jeopardy your last three, five, 10, 20 years uh, of building something to lose it over something frivolous? And so, one more thing, you know, and, I, and I'm not trying to be like a show for Daniel's head, but yeah. I mean, this is this is the sales conversation, right? You don't have to play scare tactics and you don't have to say, what are you going to lose? And oh my God, could you imagine? No. How about if we say you'll probably never be sued for malpractice in your career, right? Because statistically speaking, it's, you probably won't, right? Um, the question is, do you want to go through life looking in a mirror, knowing that you are following your own advice? Do you want to look in a mirror knowing you've protected your family? Do you want to go through go through life feeling the confidence of knowing that you've got a, a good malpractice insurance policy protecting you, even if you never need it, right? And what does that frame of mind do to all of the decisions you make in every part of your life, not just the practice of law, right? Um, it's like it's like the it's like the estate planning attorney who doesn't have an estate plan, right? How are you telling your how are you how are you? I mean, you've got to be in integrity with with your own advice, you know. And 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 the advice that is that is true. I mean, every lawyer, every law firm gives clients advice that is consistent with the conclusion of be responsible. Make decisions today you'll be proud of a year from now, two years from now, five years from now, 10 years from now, right? Uh, protect yourself just in case. Do things you'll, that, you can have, that, you, that you can look in the mirror and feel good about the person you're looking at. This is true of criminal defense firms, family law firms, immigration firms, bankruptcy firms, litigation firms, transactional firms, you name it. Uh, it's the same conversation. This is the point that I'm trying to make is that having a sales call, having a sales conversation, it's just helping a, it's just helping another person think through where they are now and where they want to be versus where they don't want to be and making a decision today that they'll be proud of in the future. And then we can talk about marketing, we can talk about technique, and we can talk about whether you can have an uh, whether you can have a non-attorney salesperson having this conversation and all that technical stuff. But yeah. it's so important that you get the foundation right, because the rest of it won't matter if you don't get the foundation right. And by the way, what I've repeated again and again and again, just even in this conversation with you, Dre, I personally have sold tens of millions of dollars of professional services, tens of millions of dollars of professional services, having this very caring, considerate, authentic, genuine, curious, thoughtful, simple conversation. And I stutter and I say the wrong thing all the time. And, you know, I, I end up having to have conversations, you know, like this. Um, it, it, it's just, it's just, where are you coming from in this conversation? Well, that there's, a, there's the a level of authenticity is really, I think, what it comes down to of who you are, ge the general aspect of service at the core. And then who, you know, there, you, there's a there's a facade or whatever polish that some people have and other people don't care about. I think you and I are in that frame of mind. Like the, the value that you're sharing right now is significantly more than the backstage people walking by at the Ritz-Carlton at your current event. Like it just doesn't really matter. And I think it's, it's that sort of frame of mind 
uh, when it comes to sales or service that I think really is ultimately what it boils down to. Yeah. Think- and I, you know, I'd love to pretend like I plan to be backstage to make this point, but the truth <laughs> is I didn't, the room that I was supposed to use just wasn't available at the last minute. Um, but it, it, it kind of illustrates the point, right? Because you probably, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people, or maybe thousands of people are going to watch this and they're paying attention to the value of the lesson. They're paying attention to the message. Now, are there people who are dismissing the message who aren't hearing what I'm saying because, oh, my God, he's not wearing a suit and tie. Oh, my God, he didn't shave. Oh, my God, look, he's back backstage at a hotel. Yeah, but most people, the kinds of people you probably want to do business with are the kind of people who are looking for form over substance. And that's why the fancy website and the slick sales presentation and the, you know all that kind of stuff, it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. If you're coming from the if you're coming from the right place and you're using a, a, an approach that creates structure and organization around this basic conversation, you or even a non-attorney salesperson can sell millions and millions and millions of dollars of professional services, assuming, of course, you've got marketing that brings you the prospects in the first place. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more lessons from The Vault.